Let's do this. Yo, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to my little podcast here called Unbuckled Comics, and I'm your host, Unbuckled Cape. We got a little bit different of an episode for you this week. We are just going to be talking about what you should be uh, picking up come the month of May, and there will be no comic book review. I know that's the whole stick of the show. We do comic book reviews, but look, the uh, my my uh, little segment for what you should pull and new number ones coming out was absolutely massive. It ran you know a little over forty minutes, and I do not want to. You know, I, I, with another comic book review thrown in there, we would be looking at least, you know, an hour 15, hour, hour 15 plus. Um, and I didn't want to do that. So instead, I think I'm just going to give you the, uh, the new number ones that are coming out. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to be picking up. The episode is going to be close to 45 minutes and we'll get out of here. Um, just trying to value your time. So before we get started, I have uh, some listener comments. I just opened up the floor and, you know, asked the listeners, hey, do you want to tell me what you're currently reading or give me a little Q&A? And I got some comments here to get through. So to start it off, uh, Comic Book N, formerly known as Captain N, says that uh, he started reading Year One Riddler, Issue 2. And continuing on with year one Gotham five or year one Gotham, it's five issues. Uh, he says this series is a great history of Gotham City. I'm I'm curious about Gotham year or year one Gotham rather. Um, not so much Riddler year one or year one Riddler. Uh, I I would like to do a little bit more of like history of Gotham City. So uh, thank you, Comic Book End, as always. Next, we have Captain Alcatraz. He says, Some time ago, I I set myself the rather insane task of reading through all of Marvel's comics right from the very beginning. I kind of took a good long break from it and comics in general, but your podcast inspired me to dive right back in, and now I'm steaming through the 1970s and having a great time. Uh... One of my favorite comments I've been getting is that I have rekindled people's love for comics or that they've fallen out of comics and got back in because they started listening to the show. Uh, so thank you, Captain Alcatraz. And if you uh, hop into our little uh, little Discord that I have, you know, the process, like I tell you every week, follow me somewhere on social media, DM me on social media, and I'll, I'll get you into the, the Discord free of charge. And uh, just this week, I asked Captain Al if he would be okay with me giving him his own little space in our Discord, and he said he was fine with that. So now he has somewhere where he chronicles every time he sees a uh, interesting issue. Today, he sent us the cover to the first appearance of Blade, so we get to take his little journey along with him. And to end our comments, we have Super Dave. Super Dave says, what do you think has been your biggest lesson or improvement since starting the podcast? I love this question, Dave, and I'm going to answer both. I'm going to start with the latter first. I think my biggest improvement is just getting comfortable uh, sitting behind the mic talking to an empty room. 
as I've stated before, I've done uh, public speaking before, but it's definitely a different animal talking to a microphone and coming up with a conversation on your own without seeing people's faces um, and being able to go off of like a crowd reaction. So I think that's been my, my biggest improvement uh, personally. And then the biggest lesson I learned, oh, last week, if you listened to the show before 1 p.m., you heard a mess of an intro. I had such a hard time recording my intro. I did it, I think, 12 or 13 different times. And when I finally got it right, I threw all the editing together and I accidentally left in recording number three. Um, so when you listened to that, you heard a nice clean intro, then mid-sentence it splits out and goes to this horrible mess with alien-type screeches and scrunches and all kind of microphone feedback to the point of where you couldn't even understand what I was saying. And then it stops again mid-sentence and goes back to the clean version that I had edited around it. Um, so my lesson from that, Captain... Or Captain Dave, no. <laughs> my lesson from that, Super Dave was uh, always check your audio. Make sure that you have what you want in there. So that's all we got for the comments, guys. Uh, as always, uh, thank everyone for writing in. Uh, more of you, feel free to write in. I also post on social media to give you a chance to comment. I, I really enjoy reading out listener comments. And I got a couple of things in the work here for some of our Unbuckled and Unscripted that I would love to have it rely pretty heavily on um, comments from the audience as well. So without further ado, let's talk about what's coming up in May. All right, as I'm sure I'm, I've said multiple times already, we got a lot to get through and I am so excited to do this. May is such a huge month for comics. I'm ready. Are you ready? Let's go. We're going to start with Image Comics. Arcade Kings, number one. This is a five-issue miniseries. It's going to run you $7.99. And it's about really good arcade players. And, like, I don't know, like, the main character is, like, getting in fights or something while doing arcade competitions. Um, the covers are sick for these. So make sure you check out the covers before nabbing this one. Uh, seemed like a cool concept. This was also one of like the gems of the month that uh, Previews World has tagged. Um, just in case I forget to mention in the intro, uh, this is March orders. So orders have to be in by March 18th. And unless I say otherwise, they will be uh, in your comic shop by May. Sometime in May it varies. Anyway, uh, something epic. Number one, this is a new series. It is $3.99. I've actually seen this pop up a couple of different places now. This is a uh, fantasy-type comic, a world where creative thoughts take physical form. Like, I'm, I'm picturing, like, uh, Green Lantern's Power Ring, you know what I mean? Uh, check out the variants with this one as well. Some, some pretty cool variants. Next is Art Burt. This is a hardcover uh, Volume 1 trade. It's going to be $19.99. It seemed very odd to me. Like, I read the description and didn't quite get what it was telling me there. But, 
if you're into art and art history, this seems like this needs to be the book for you. Uh, it has has a lot of art history worked into whatever story they got going on there. So uh, that's neat. I, I like seeing comics take different avenues other than like the typical superhero or murder mystery or horror genre. So uh, something different for you if you're looking for something different. The Savage Strength of Star Storm. I was afraid to say that too fast. Let's try that. The Savage Strength of Star Storm. That yeah, wasn't terrible. This is uh, going to be a series. This is, uh, of course, number one issue. It's three ninety nine, and a uh, this is a teen hero comic. And one of the reasons I definitely pulled this out is the Star Storm costume looks so cool. the The costume is is rad. Next, we have Star Signs. This is a series, um, three ninety nine. And basically, 12 people get powers based on Zodiac signs and kind of kind of deja vu. I feel like either last month or the month before, we looked into a lot of comics that uh, were like ordinary people randomly given powers or like in a competition for powers or, you know, stuff like that. So, and to end Image Comic, uh, as always with them. There's always a lot of spawn. If you're if if you need more spawn, make sure you're checking out the previews because there's always trades and you know series running and things like that. Oh, we're only three minutes and thirty seconds in. That's not that bad. All right, Boom Studios, Ghost Lord number one. Uh, this is going to be a twelve issue mini series. It is four ninety nine. A supernatural thriller. Uh, People can see and talk to ghosts. Ghosts give them their stories. Uh, of course, like when, when you hear that, like you think Sixth Sense, right? I see dead people. So, um, again, this was just one of the, like, the gems of the month. It's a new uh, number one issue. I'm not so sure it's going to be like hardcore horror. It just seemed more like a ghost story type deal. So, uh, next... Once upon a time at the end of the world, this is a trade. It is seventeen ninety nine, and it won't be available until July. Uh, I basically just threw this in here because it was a gem of the month. Um, I know nothing about it. The previews didn't like. I, I really wasn't sure what was going on. Uh, but there you have it. Buffy the Last Vampire Slayer Lost Summer. This is going to be a series. Seven ninety nine, and it didn't give me a whole lot on the the summary of it, but it's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I think every time I talk about her in here, I I say that you know I really should go back and watch the show. I I heard that the show was good. Have you watched the show? Can you let me know? Is the show good? Should I should I make that attempt? Uh, moving on, Grim Reaper Pack. Uh, this is a bundle. So, this is the first time I've seen this, because uh, it's not a box set, it's it's literally a bundle. Um, this is the first time I've seen this in my little uh, adventure of digging through these uh, subscriptions for you guys. Uh, this is going to have issues 1 through 5, it is $3.99, and with this bundle is 5 exclusive variant covers. So, 
again, that's the only reason I picked this out was because I thought it was really cool that you can buy this, whatever it is, Grim Reaper pack, issues one through five in a bundle and get a, uh, a five exclusive variant covers. If I was like a huge fan of Grim Reaper pack, you bet your sweet bippy I'd be jumping on this bundle pack. It's such a cool idea. I'm going to have a drink here one second. I got beer with me tonight. I hardly ever, ever drink and, and do the show. I guess it was just one of those nights. All right, Dark Horse. I think this is probably one of the... Uh, is it? Yeah, I, I think this is probably some of the, the, the biggest like section for Dark Horse we've had in a long time. And it starts out with Lonesome Hunters. 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 Jeez, Lonesome Hunters. Oh, one sip of beer and I'm already drunk. Lonesome Hunters, The Wolf Child, number one, four-issue miniseries, $3.99, Supernatural Story of Monster Hunters, and A Child in a Wolf Mask. I got super, super majority mass vibe from this thing, just from the, the little summary I read, and then the covers, and there's like a child in a wolf mask. Come on, how is that not Majora's Mask type stuff? And if it's like anything, okay. I haven't actually played Majora's Mask, but I really want to. But if it's related to Legend of Zelda, I'm in. This comic is not related to the Legend of Zelda. It's just, you know, it, it gives me those vibes. And it's actually pretty interesting. Like an interesting concept. Because it's not... Like when you read a child in a wolf mask and Monster Hunters, I always think like old style, like an older time period. This is this is modern day, so... um, Kind of cool. Uh, let's see. Miss, oh boy, I was writing fast. Miss Truesdale and the Fall of Hyperborea. Hyperborea. This is a uh, four-issue miniseries. Costs three ninety-nine. A time-traveling adventure slash. Oh oh oh. I'm sorry, it's a time-traveling adventure, but the the main draw for this book is the uh, creative team. It's Mike Magnolia, ah, Magnolia and uh, Jesse Long, Longeran, Lonzeran. I don't know. They're both award-winning creators, and I am absolutely butchering this. Uh, hopefully I can get it back with the next one. Ready? There was some Avatar The Last Airbender trades. And I know I brought up Avatar before, but uh, if you didn't know, Avatar, they, they got a lot of comics out for them. Dark Horse is has the rights to that IP, and they have Airbender trades. All right, I did a good job with that one. Let's keep it rolling now. Bank Shot. This is a trade. It is... 1999 it comes out in april so actually you know next month the main character's name is marcus king he kind of looks like blade to me a man out for revenge uh and he kind of like toes the line between robin hood and uh terrorist he he gets kind of blackmailed into um is this that one I might have that confused with another one. No, this is that one. He gets blackmailed into like being part of a crime syndicate, and uh, it it actually 
again, like, I wish I could read everything that pops out to me when I'm doing this and going like, oh, that looks really interesting. Because this is one that I think I would like to pick up. There's just bigger titles that we haven't got to yet that I am, that I have to pick up. It's, it's not in me not to pick them up. Uh, the last thing we got for Dark Horse is Hellboy Trades. Uh, there's also Minecraft Trades. That was a new thing for me. I didn't know Minecraft uh, had comics. Uh, I'm guessing probably based more off of Minecraft Story. I don't know. And then they also have the Orville. Remember the TV show Orville? That's in comic forms. And then also Stranger Things. So that is going to wrap it up for our Dark Horse. And next, IDW. So our first one here is Catfight series. It's it's a new series. It's three ninety nine, and it's about a oh here it is. It's about a cat burglar who gets blackmailed into going into a crime syndicate. Jeez. And it's not like I wrote these notes that long ago. Like I wrote them early earlier this week, so like four days ago, and. Like, I record these well in advance before I release them, and, like, I, I don't know. I I worked real late, and not that that's an excuse, but, man, I am just... And I'm not editing this. This rambling that I'm doing, I'm not editing it. You're going to hear it. Anyway, uh, so this is about... So if we're jumping back to Dark Horse, the uh, bank shot, it's just uh, Marcus King, a man who looks like Blade. He kind of toes the line between Robin Hood and Terrorist. Uh, no crime syndicate, anything there. Back to IDW, Catfight Series 399, about a cat burglar who gets blackmailed into going into a crime syndicate. And the cover for this had cats all over it, like just different characters, I'm assuming, that are going to be in the book that, like, with doing something with the cat. So, next is Dark Space Good Deeds. This is a series that is 399. It is a supernatural mystery following two women in their attempt to expose a uh, a city's historical sin. This one was weird. I think they moved to Florida. I think is the state somewhere in Florida. And like, they tried, like, they, there's like the city itself has like historical, like a really dark past. And I'm pretty sure... A woman or her mom moved to the city, but I think it's a uh, reporter slash photographer and the daughter are the ones that are, are trying to uncover all these mysteries. Um, so there's that. Next is Godzilla Rivals, and I'm going to butcher this name too. Violente, Violent, Violate, versus Destroya. Um, this is a one-shot. It's seven ninety nine. Uh, the bio, whatever, biolant, biolate, uh, the monster from Bloom attacks Pittsburgh and two unlikely allies. So it's like a, a criminal of some sorts, like a, a criminal of science. And then I think a reporter, they kind of team up to summon Destroya to battle it and, in an attempt to save Pittsburgh. I almost put this on my list, um... I might grab it like once it comes out in the shops. It depends on what all I end up grabbing that month that it comes out. And and the only reason I think I'm gonna grab it is because it's in Pittsburgh and uh, I'm I live in central Pennsylvania, but I I visit Pittsburgh quite a bit and 
I'd like to see that that city portrayed in comics. So that that's the only reason I'm picking that up. I've actually yet to read a Godzilla comic. I got a couple sitting here that I, I'm waiting on, but uh, so I can't recommend. Like I can't sit here and say it's it's IDW Godzilla. It's great. I'm I'm not sure on that, but if I were to pick it up, it's just so I could see Pittsburgh. Next. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Saturday Morning Adventure Continues. What a mouthful. Uh, issue number one, it is $3.99. And it's more 80s Turtles. I, I have the uh, the first set of four, just Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Saturday Morning Adventure. Um, I have them sitting here. I did read issue number one. I liked it. It's just, you know, if, if you grew up with that 80s turtle cartoon, you're going to love it. Uh, to be honest, that I, I did not grow up with 80 Turtles cartoons. I, I, I was born in the mid-90s. I do have all of them. I've slowly been working through them. But it's the Turtles. Who doesn't love the Turtles? I love the Turtles. You love the Turtles. You'll love this book. Go grab this book. I And like I said, I only read one issue, but I guarantee you're going to like it. Next. This one is in question. Um, so... It's not in the previews anywhere, but I seen um, CBR. I can't. It's comic book something. I can't think of the what the R stands for. But they had posted, and actually someone in our Discord posted about it as well. There is a TMNT versus Street Fighter. It's not in the previews, but it's scheduled to come out for May. So if you're interested in Turtles. Uh, make sure you ask your comic book store. Maybe they would know a little better than I would. I, I just haven't gotten the opportunity to go to my comic store in a while. So um, you 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 best bet your bippy. I don't know what it is about you and your bippy today, but you best bet it that uh, I'm going to be looking into that. So um, there's my first two I'm gettings. Well, one I'm getting and one I hope I'm getting. I'm definitely getting... Uh, TMNT Saturday Morning Adventure continues number one, and I'm hopefully getting TMNT uh, versus Street Fighter. I do not know if it was a one shot. I don't know what the price was. I don't know if it's a mini series, full series, no clue. All I know is it's the Turtles enter a martial arts competition, and the cast of Street Fighter is there. Whew. All right. Next, Dynamite. Uh, Disney Villains, Maleficent. This is a series, and it is a number one. And it's it's just a comment about Maleficent. I hope I'm saying her name right. Malefic Maleficent? Or is it Maleficent? Yeah, that's right. Um, last month was uh, Scar. This month is Maleficent. And who knows what next month's going to be. But I... I really like this idea. I hope at the end of this, like when those series are winding down... They send out, like, you know, oversized hardcovers with each villain and, like, just make it Disney villains, you know, whatever you want to title it. But I, I'd be in for that. I'd actually, if I had to pick a Disney villain to read about, it would either be Hades or probably, probably uh, Maleficent. So, love the idea. I'm not going to be picking it up at the present time, but love the idea. Next. Vampirella versus Superpowers. It is a series. It is three ninety nine, uh, and this is all about the uh, comic book creators, Dan Abnett, who worked on Avengers and Pasquale Qualmel. 
uh, DC versus Vampires. And uh, the book is Vampirella in the 1940s. That's all I got for you. Next, Elvira in Monsterland. This is a series, $3.99, Elvira versus Army of Vampires. Uh, again, I, th- I mean, I don't know. Is, is anyone... I mean, she must still be popular. She has a couple more uh, comic series out there and trades and stuff, so Elvira must still be popular. I mean, I know who she is, and I, I actually just think it's crazy that she, she used to host a show. What was she? Was she the Mistress of Darkness? Is that what her nickname was? Anyway, she got so popular, and like, her popularity just continues to like engross itself inside of pop culture and here she is with comic books and it's her versus uh the army of vampires and it it has to be a pretty tongue-in-cheek comic because the summary for it was something about like who would be best fitted to fight an army of undead vampires vampirella but like she's unavailable in her own comic or something like that so we're gonna use elvira instead like it seems like it's all in good humor, so probably actually a very enjoyable comic. Next from Dynamite, we have uh, Pathfinder, Wake the Dead. This is going to be a series. It runs four ninety nine. I I really, really wasn't sure what this was, but if you know what Pathfinder is, this is a uh, kind of like a rebirth for the series. I didn't get much detail on the story itself. It, the summary was more or less about how it's going to be kind of like a re, restart, reboot, maybe rebirth um, with a new creative team. So, and, and to go along with that, to end our Dynamite section, there was a lot of uh, Pathfinder trades to, to couple in with it. So that is that. Next, the Big M. That's right. We're going to go to Marvel next. Uh, Avengers number one, this is a new series. If you are like sitting around going, I want to start reading Avenger comics and I want single issues, but I don't know when I should jump in. Now's the time. This is Avengers number one. This is the perfect starting point. It's a number one. And check out those variants, man. They are sick. I love them. Whew. Alrighty. Um, I, I thought about getting this one. I have a question mark next to it on, on my notes here, by the way, if, if you're wondering, I would like to read the Avengers. I, I kind of am, inter- am interested in this cast of Avengers, but, um, you know, like I said earlier, I can't, can't nab everything. So I, I don't think I am going to be grabbing this. Next, we have uh, Carnage Reigns, Alpha, number one. It's a one-shot. It's $7.99, and Cassidy is back, and he is big and bad, and it features Miles Morales and Iron Man. <clears throat> so I, I really can't talk much of that because I didn't realize Cletus Cassidy wasn't Carnage for a while, but I guess he wasn't, and now he's back. So, And it's Miles Morales and Iron Man. Next is uh, Cult of Carnage, Misery. This is a four-issue miniseries. It's $4.99. And it's the story of Liz, the mother of Red Goblin. It, it, it really didn't seem like it was much of a Carnage story at all. It seemed more like it was going to be about Liz. 
And that's kind of a kind of topical. Well, yeah, yeah. Maybe. So next is Danny Ketch, Ghost Rider. It's a five issue miniseries. It's four ninety nine, and it's a new Danny Ketch Ghost Rider story. Uh, wasn't much in the summary to tell us what he's doing, what's going on, but. I don't know. I can't say for sure that in Marvel's Midnight Sun, the video game that's real popular right now, uh, the one that I can't play because it's not on Switch and all I have is a Nintendo and it's not on Nintendo and it drives me nuts because I really want to play it. Um, but I just read Midnight Sun's comic. You will be getting an episode on that. Let me see. That episode is going to be in April. So... Um, so I just finished reading the comic here not too long ago, and uh, Danny Ketch is actually the ghost writer in uh, Rise of the Midnight Suns comic, so a little bit topical if, if you're looking for more of that version of Ghost Rider. Next, Daredevil and Echo. This is a, a four-issue miniseries. It is $4.99, Daredevil and Echo versus Demo Goblin. I uh, I might wait for the trade to come out. I'd really like to read this. I'm a big Daredevil fan. I don't know who Echo is, but I think Daredevil versus Demo Goblin is one of the perfect uh, superhero trading off a villain, like you know, plucking the villain from Spider-Man's Rogues Gallery to use as his own, because uh, Daredevil has like that. Uh, real catholic background and then this is a demon and i i think i think the two of them just will work real well together as a uh a yin and yang if you will as a uh hero and villain so i at some point i really do want to get a hold of that and read that i i think it really would be worth the time but um as of right now i don't think i'm grabbing it demon wars scarlet sin this is the conclusion of the Demon War Saga. It's a it's a series and it's four ninety nine. I don't know what the Demon War Saga is, but um, you're probably not going to want to pick it up unless you do know what it is. So there's that. Next is Edge of Spider Verse. It is a four issue mini series. It is four ninety nine, and it's more Spider Verse stories like uh, uh, Spider Rats versus Venomsaurus, and I I actually can't remember the other ones that were laid out but it's it's just kind of more of the into the spider-verse stuff you get different versions of spider-man some goofy like you know spider-rex he's it's spider-man but he's a t-rex and then of course venom is a something dinosaur he's another big dinosaur but next we have a uh another one that i am going to be nabbing from marvel and that is Extreme Venom Verse number one. This is a five issue miniseries. I am excited for this. I loved the Venom Verse books before. Sorry, turning my page there. Um, did I say four ninety nine? Well, it's four ninety nine. If I didn't, uh, this is actually Venom's thirty uh, fifth anniversary this year, and Extreme Venom Verse is going to be the kickoff to Summer of Symbiotes. And in this comic, you will have three new Venom stories, including a Samurai Venom. So, kind of like the, the Spider-Verse, spider because it's, you know, Venom-verse. We get stories of different versions of Venom. I think one of them is, like, Spider-Man Venom, but, like, Venom is Spider-Man type deal, something like that. Um, 
Not like just the black suit Spider-Man, but, you know, I don't know. They're going to spin it different somehow. Next is Fury. This is a series. This is $5.99. This seemed really cool because it was uh, Furies of Past... Oh, sorry. I have that wrong. When I read the summary, it was like X-Men Days of Future Past. So, like, in my notes, I wrote Furies of Days Past. I That's the title I would have given it, Furies of Days Past. Um, all versions of Fury working together. So, you know, the really early white version. We have the um, uh, Samuel Jackson version. The version from the Spider-Man's... 1990 cartoon like just all all versions of them all all piled together in a a, a fury verse if you will next is Groot four issue miniseries it is 4.99 it is an early Groot story and it is young Groot so that's about it this is like before he joined Guardians or even before he teamed up with Rocket next is Silk it's a five issue miniseries um it kind of sounds like one of those like coming of superhero comics, uh, and I'm not necessarily interested in Silk, but like Silk's been around for quite a while. It's it's not like she's a new character, and it sounds like they're trying to like, you know, kind of hook coattails off of the Spider Verse craze right now. And, like, I hope it works. I'm just not interested. If it turns out to be a great comic, I could see me picking up later because it is part of that, like, whole Spider-Verse thing. But, um, I'm not picking it up right now. But it, it, it does actually look interesting, and the, the character of Silk is interesting. So, next we have Spider-Man 2099 Dark Genesis. This is a five-issue miniseries. It is $3.99. Um... I don't know. It's it's more Spider-Man 2099, I guess. I never read them. Don't know if I ever will. Uh, next is Star Wars Return of Lando. This is a series that is $3.99. I got nothing more to add. There is oodles and oodles of Star Wars stuff coming out and is out and already out and will be out and, 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 and. Next. Storm. This is a five-issue miniseries, $4.99. It's a new Storm story, and it uh, goes back to the punk rock-looking Storm, my, my favorite version of Storms. You got the mohawk and, you know, the studded jacket and all that cool stuff. I really like the character of Storm. Again, if there wasn't, like, if this was a different month, I might be picking up this one because I really, really do like the character of Storm, but... Um, I don't know, maybe, again, maybe once it comes out in trade, I'll grab it, or I'll um, go into the comic book store in May, and the number one will be sitting there, and I'll grab it and decide I need to add it to my list, but uh, maybe one of you should give it a try and tell me what you think. X-Men, Before the Fall, Beef, <laughs> X-Men, Before the Fall, Sons of X. So, you know, on the cover, it's, like, it's weird. It's, like, written in a circle. But then, like, on the title, they, like, jam it all together. So, the title is X-Men. And then in the circle, it says Before the Fall. And then Sons of X. Um, this is a series. It's $4.99. And I, I think it... Oh, it, not I think. I know. This ties into the sin of um, Sinister. 
there was a bunch of one shots out there and mini series the last couple of months going over uh, sins of the sinister, and this is this is a tie into that. So we got one last stop to make before this is all said and done. We are going to DC, of course. DC has uh, we talked about it a couple of times already. They are getting into their Dawn of DC, which is kind of you know this era's reboot. And May is a big month for it. DC is jam packed. Oh my throat! Let me let me grab another sip here, quick. Thank you for your patience. Titans number one. This is a series. It is thirty-two pages. It is three ninety-nine. Titans replace the Justice League. This is coming off of the heels of Dike, Dike, Dice. This is coming off the heels of. Oh my word! Coming. See, see, I take a sip of beer and then I can't talk. This is coming off the heels of Dark Crisis. Um, Justice League's gone. Titans are in, and this is one of the ones I have starred. I, I know I say it multiple times that I'm not into like the new era of DC. I'm not into this, not into that. But I've always wanted to see the Teen Titans join the Justice League. And it, it was never going to work because they're the Teen Titans. They're the Titans. They're always the sidekicks. But what happens when the Justice League isn't the Justice League anymore and the Titans step into that big role? That's how I want to see this end up. And that's the story. And that's why I'm going to be grabbing it and... Uh, I think I'm going to be grabbing the variants as well, or the variants, not 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 both. I'll be getting variant covers. Next is another one I really wanted to pull the trigger on, but just didn't. Um, Shazam number one. This is a series. It's 32 pages. It's 3.99. This is also Shazam's Dawn of DC starting point. Um, oh, excuse me. And it is the uh, done by the creators of. Batman and Superman World's Finest, which, let me flip back here in my notes. Uh, actually, the month that this comes out, May, is when we will be reviewing Batman and Superman's World's Finest uh, issues 1 through 6. Uh, I actually just finished like just finished reading uh, issues 1 through 6 today, and I like it, and they're probably going to do a pretty good job with Shazam. Next, we got Green Lantern number 1. This is a series. This is a 40 page and it is $4.99. And it's like how Jordan returns home. And look, the, the, again, it ties into Dark Crisis. So you almost have to read Dark Crisis before you, you start on the dawn of DC because how Jordan's got some stuff going on that I don't know what's going on. But I'm sure those of you that read Dark Crisis, you'll know what's going on. But he returns home and then decides he needs to hunt down Sinestro. So. There's that. Batman, The Brave and the Bold, number one. This is a series. Uh, I think that's a six. Oh, yeah. It's a 64-page. It is $7.99. And uh, there's actually four stories in one book. So maybe it isn't a series. Maybe I was just, you know, in the groove of writing series. That seems more like a one-shot, but... Four stories in one book, and again, this is a Dawn of DC, so um, so it probably is a series then, if I have written Dawn of DC. E either way, if you, if you want to read some Batman Brave and the Bold, here it is. Here's a number one. Get to it. 
Next, Cyborg number one. This is a six-issue miniseries. It is 32 pages long and $3.99. Cyborg returns home to tend to a family emergency, and um, I, he ends up dealing with like some corruption in the city and things like that. Again, since it's the number one, this is his starting point for Dawn of DC. Spirit World, number one, six-issue miniseries. It is 32 pages. It's $3.99. A new hero and Xanth, I think is how you say it. Um, it this is a, a, a Chinese hero, so it's X-A-N-T-H-E is how you spell their name. Um, they got their start in Lazarus Planet, um, Master of Dark Arts, and... There is a Constantine team up in this comic. So, uh, new DC superhero, which you love to see. Instead of just rehashing old characters over and over again, I like, I like when DC tries stuff new. Um, next is the Viggle, number one. It's a six-issue miniseries, 32 pages, $3.99. A new story about a metahuman team. Really wasn't a whole lot to go off of it. Next is City Boy, number one. It's a six-issue mini-series. This is 32 pages, $3.99. And it's a boy that talks to cities. And, like, the cities then create an animal avatar to become his companion. So, like, he talks to, like, I don't know, like, the vibe of the city. Like, the essence of the city. And then, like, so I, I if I remember correctly, in the summary, it says about, like, Gotham when Gotham becomes... An animal, it's it's like a rat, obviously, because it's Gotham. So, I don't know. Weird. Next is Power Girl Special number one. It is one shot. It's 48 pages, $5.99. And there really wasn't a whole lot to go off of other than it's Power Girl. The next one is really, really cool. And I, I, I feel bad I didn't start it, which thankfully I didn't put my orders in. I am going to start it right now. Right here, right here. Star... Um, it is called New Talent Showcase, the Milestone Initiative, number one. It is a one-shot. It is 112 pages long, only $3.99. It's 12 writers and 12 artists trained that were trained with DC's best for a year, and this is, um, this is like the end result of their training, you know, what they, what they came up with their stories. Um, I think in the summary, the big pull was like, some of these writers and creators are going to be really big someday. So, like, here, here's your chance to have their earliest work. Uh, I'm really curious to see see what's in there. I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to end up adding that to be picked up. Next is Batman White Knight Presents. Generation Joker number one, six-issue miniseries, 32 pages, $4.99. And it stars the children of Joker and Harley. Um, I think I've said this a couple times before. I'm not overly interested in Joker if Batman's not involved. So I'm not interested in this at all. But I know there are some people out there that really like Joker books. So here's this one. Next. Peacemaker Tries Hard. Number one. Six issue miniseries. It is 32 pages long. 4 dollars 
and Peacemaker is off the Suicide Squad, and he is out to hunt down the people that kidnapped his dog. Kind of sounds a little bit like John Wick. One thing you do need to know that this is a DC Black label, so um, it's kind of like DC's way of telling you that it's like rated R. So just, you know, be warned. Suicide Squad, Kill Arkham Asylum, number one, five-issue miniseries, 32 pages, $4.99. This is a prequel to the upcoming game, Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League. I absolutely adore the Arkham games. Now, I have not played Arkham Knight, and I have not played um, Gotham Knights. I, I don't have, you know, the Xbox One to do it. I have a 360, and then the next console I got was a Switch. So I, I never had the chance to play Knights, and I never had the chance to play Gotham Knight or Arkham Knight and Gotham Knights. Uh, but I did play City, and there was a uh, prequel trade to Arkham City, and it's a fantastic comic book, especially if you like the game. I will not be playing Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, but I'm probably going to buy a physical copy of it because it is the last thing that Kevin Conroy worked on. So, if you plan on playing the game, I, I definitely do recommend grabbing this miniseries. Next is uh, Trades. So, there is Batman and Joker uh, Deadly Duo. There's a trade out on that. Swamp Thing Green Hill. Again, that's a black label. Suicide Squad, Get the Joker, that's a black label. Batman vs. Robin, Punchline, Gotham, Sane, uh, Batman, One Bad Day box set. This release is in August, and I'm sure they're doing that because they're assuming that they're going to get uh, a huge mass of orders. Um, so like all the Gotham One Bad Days that have come out to this point are going to be in a nice little box set for you. And the box looks, you know, it looks nice and it's just a way to get all of them in one shot. And then of course there's a ton of other trades. But that is going to be the end of DC and the end of our uh, March orders for May release previews and DC Connect. And holy cow, we're 40 minutes in. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to quit rambling on this stuff and we're going to move on. But before we do that, um, I guess I should s state that uh, I let's let's go over what I'm going to pull quick here. Sorry, I, I already closed my notes and was getting ready to move things over. So I am getting from DC Titans number one. I, I'm going to grab the series. I'm going to do the variants. I'm also going to get the, the one shot of the new talent. Uh, showcase from DC, the Milestone Initiative. I'm just just curious. Just want to see what it's like. Um, and toss out some money to, to some upcomers, you know. Got to keep this industry alive. And then from Marvel, I'm going to be grabbing Extreme Venomverse. I also think I'm going to pick up the variants for that as well. And then I will be getting Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Saturday Morning Adventure Continues. And if it is available, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles versus Street Fighter. So that's what I'm going to be getting. That is all I have to say about that. Now we can move on. All right, so when I recorded this last week, I wasn't sure that I was going to be doing this. 
but we are going to skip the comic book review. Um, we are going to review Sword of Azrael. We're actually going to move that to next week. The um, the polls review, the, the poll selections, i got to come up with a better name for that. But that recording took 41 minutes, and because I want to value your time since you so graciously give it to me, and it is a precious little item that I hold so very dear and close to my heart, um, we're just going to end the episode here. Unfortunately, I'm sorry that you're not getting a comic book review this week, but that only means that you get to hear me next week, which will again give you three weeks in a row of uh, unbuckled comics. So that's a good thing, right? So I, I apologize for any confusions or anyone that was hoping for uh, sort of Azrael, but I promise you we'll get it next week. Until then, have a great week, guys, and we will see you next week. <laughs>